0: and I'm Sarah. We're travel advisors
1: and moms. Between us we have eight kids that we've traveled all over the
0: country with collecting memories. Traveling with kids is an adventure. We want to support families of all shapes and sizes in collecting precious moments together while traveling to Disney and beyond.
1: Anna. And I'm Sarah. How are you doing today, Sarah? I'm doing well. How are you? Um, I'm actually doing pretty good. We are um, into, I think we've now been officially into school for a week with everybody. So kind of getting out, out of the summer mode and moving into the school mode. And I have to say it's been a pretty smooth transition so far. So I'm doing pretty
0: good. How about you guys? How have you transitioned? Uh, I have transitioned blissfully. I'm having just, I'm living my best life. Uh, My kids are in school and I'm at home with my little guy and we are, you know, having quiet time. I'm getting so many things done. It's amazing. I love school. And you have two that started
1: kindergarten this year, which is a big transition. How are they doing?
0: They are very tired at the end of the day, but they really love it. So it's been good so far. I mean, they only went two days the first week. And um, I didn't even realize this, that this is our second week um the week before Labor Day and they're off Friday. I assumed that they would be off Monday, but they're also off Friday. So um they haven't gone a full week yet. Um but they are they are really t- we're having lots of like after school melts. Um right. but that's to be expected. But I well, than really they doing great.
1: And it is and so um my youngest who is gonna be in pre-K this year, which will be every day for Three hours um, doesn't start until after Labor Day. Um, So I have really been intentionally um, trying to soak up some one-on-one moments with her and collect some moments. And um, not that it's been an all-day thing, but over the course of the last week, I've been able to do it. Yesterday, we went to the zoo and all of that. So it is kind of nice. I am looking forward to um, my three hours a day kind of on my own.
0: So. Yeah. Well, I I'm be- glad that you get that time with her. I know that that's real special to you. So. It is. It is.
1: But even like you not having full weeks, um, you know, because we're in Northeast Ohio and we like to chat about weather. Cause I think we're getting old, right? Isn't that yeah. like the old, old people conversation? Um, my girls did not have school on Friday um because in our area there was like just a couple miles down the road a tornado. So, you know, about midnight going into Friday, you know, our phones go off and we're all huddled up in the basement. And so we were without power most of Friday. Um, and then I don't even know what day it was. Maybe it was Sunday night. I don't know. I texted you even like, can you believe this? Like we had a an earthquake, a 4.0 earthquake, you know, probably seven miles from me. Like, actually felt it. Like, we're sitting on the couch. I said to my husband, I'm like, oh my gosh, what was that? And we just thought my son, who was playing his Xbox down in the basement, was vibrating, you know, the floor. And, you know, then all of a sudden we had gotten noticed that there had been an earthquake. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So we have had lots of weather happening up here. But I also know. Down south, there's been some weather happening down there. Yeah.
0: So that impacted our uh like episode publishing because Yes, it did. We were powerless. We didn't have power. Um and so like just that's like a reason to talk about. I think in in our planning, we were like, well, that we can bring up the weather this time with a good reason because we're like, sorry that everybody didn't get their episode when they expected it, but um, like weird, crazy weather is happening where we live. Um, tornadoes, earthquakes, uh, wind storms, et cetera. Um, and yeah, in Orlando, we are experiencing, I, is it a hurricane? Is it a tropical storm? Idalia. It's a hurricane. Okay. Well, I think that's such a pretty name, like Idalia. If I was going to have another girl, I might name her that. Um. Anyway, moving on. But so it seems like um, things are operating as normal, like at Disney and Universal. Um, It's a little windy and rainy, but uh, everybody seems to be faring okay, which is good. So we'll just keep praying that that storm moves through there and there's not too much damage or interruption of travel plans.
1: Right. And I think, you know, just because we always have to let our listeners know, you know, one of the nice things about when these storms hit or things like that when you travel is, you know, having your travel advisor, you know, kind of be there for you, kind of keeping you abreast of what's happening, making any calls that might need to be made or changes to itineraries, Um, but then also being that middle person to kind of help, you know, guide you with what you need to do. Also, I will throw out that, this plug of, you know, sometimes that's where, you know, especially based on months of travel and type of travel you're doing, that sometimes that travel protection really does come into play and helps you out. And on most policies, you have to have your travel protection prior to a storm being named. So once it's named, you're pretty much out of luck. So
0: yeah. Yeah, that's why it's uh, really helpful to have a travel agent to like, even you might know when hurricane season is, but like balancing out, you know, is the cost savings worth risking there being a hurricane? My family always likes to roll the dice. In fact, we're leaving for our trip in four days. uh, And family have mentioned like oh you just missed that hurricane and I'm like yes we did like we have actually never uh had our fall travel plans knock on wood uh impacted by a hurricane even though we typically do travel in September October because it's cost savings um so yeah these are conversations that I often have with people, you know, like, oh, yeah, that is a great price. But just so you know, it is still hurricane season or uh, it's that price because um, you're going to have to leave the park early most nights because of Halloween Horror Nights or whatever it is. Right. And so, you know, keeping all of these like moving parts of travel planning, uh, you know, in the conversation is helpful. Exactly. So just like. Our
1: work got impacted because of weather. Um, There's also Disney news that um, because of the storm or hurricane, um, what, yeah, what, oh, they had to delay, right?
0: Yeah. So today we were, today we're recording on August 30th and we were supposed to have the, um, online reveal of disney's newest ship in their cruise fleet um of the disney treasure but that has been delayed now till september 5th so i believe one week from today um they'll unveil that which is super super exciting um this is the second ship in the new triton class which the wish was the first um so we would expect this ship to mimic the wish in a lot of ways but from what we know so far this uh the theming of it is more like mysterious adventure versus like light and airy like the wish is so it'll be really exciting to see the details of how all of that plays out in the design of the ship um so I, I'm going to like be busy that day, but I'm definitely going to try to see if I can catch snippets, snippets of, uh, the, the, the unveiling, big it, the big reveal. And then, and I re- you know, if I can somehow manage to get on it in late 2024, they haven't said exactly when sailings are going to start, but we're anticipating late 2024. That would be, that would be a dream. It would be. I remember watching the reveal of The Wish,
1: and it definitely gets super exciting. So I am uberly excited to see what the treasure holds. Yeah.
0: So we're trying to keep things short tonight because we've had a lot of uh, long episodes. So um, let's get moving. Well, hold
1: on, though. Hold on. There is some big news happening for To Disney and Beyond podcast, Um, So before we actually get into um, today's conversation, um, I want to announce that we do have um, some new support systems to our podcast. So we're going to let our listeners know that um, our podcast is now being supported by Magical Vacation Services. Uh, Magical Vacation Services delivers brand products directly to guests' resorts, helping them make their vacation a breeze. In addition, they have a wide variety of fun and exciting gift packages and even rentals to welcome your family, clients, or guests to their Orlando vacation destination. Um, I know that both Sarah and I have used these services for our clients as well as ourselves, and we've loved the customer service that... Um, is given by Scott and his crew and the unique gifts that they provide by magical that are, that are provided by magical vacation services. Um, and for our, you know, loyal listeners, um, I know, um, quite a while ago, we did have Scott Connors from magical vacations on. And so we are happy to have his support. And as part of, um, our kind of, working partnership support, um, with magical vacations. If our visitor visitors, I'm sorry, if our listeners, um, hop over and visit our Facebook page, they will find a special discount code that is offered, um, exclusively for to Disney and beyond listeners. So, um, I'm super excited about this. Um, I continue to use magical vacation services. So, um, big news and in our podcast world.
0: Yeah. Super exciting. And we're super happy to be partnering with such a cool company. Exactly.
1: Um, so tonight we had thought about, um, we started summer talking about something that, um, we like to do as, um, moms who, you know, live busy lives. We both, you know, obviously work, we both run our households and, um, we both try to find intentional time with our families. So, uh, at the beginning of summer, we talked about our summer bucket lists and thought we would kind of revisit Um, how summer bucket lists went, um, and some unique experiences or what went well didn't go well for our families. So I know I have done this for years. And this was a first for you, right, Sarah?
0: Yeah, we had never done this this is something we borrowed from Deanna and her family and so um, we did it a little differently I know Deanna has each member of her family make a bucket list with several items on it um because this was our first year and you know I was trying to set us up for success I just made one family bucket list and had each member pick one thing that they wanted to do um so that's how we entered the summer.
1: And um, you're right. And I think if if people remember, if they did listen, you know, all six of us do a bucket list. We usually put anywhere from five to seven items on the bucket list, knowing that we're not going to hit them all. Um, but it gives us purpose and intention to when we do have family time for what we look at. So were you guys successful with your bucket list then?
0: Well. We got about 50% of it done. Okay. Um. So that's a little, my, I'm an overachiever and a perfectionist. And so I really thought we would do it all, but um, I'm giving myself some grace that, you know, I think for anybody that did listen to that, bucket list episode at the beginning of the summer, they may have noted some trepidation on my part about having all my kids home for the summer in the house where I live. Um, and I have to say that the summer went much better than I had anticipated. Um, we did not, you know, the house is still standing. We are all still alive. And we didn't I mean, it wasn't terrible. So I think we did a pretty good job of like just having fun without like planning big activities. And we did have a lot of uh, different camps going on. So there wasn't a ton of time where we were all like together, like all of us. Um, So I'm happy with what we got done. And I, you know like part of making the bucket list was like having some fun things on in my mind that we could do when we're like killing each other, but we didn't end up killing each other as much as I thought we would. So not having to utilize the bucket list is actually a win. I like that. I like that outlook, you know,
1: and, and now, you know, if you think about it kind of makes it when next May rolls around, you're going to kind of be like, all right, I can do this again.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it was fine. And you know, the things that we did on the bucket list, uh one of my daughters had written down Waldemir, which is something we do every summer regardless. So that was kind of like a, an easy check. Uh, I was like, okay, we're definitely going to be doing that. And we did that. So that was checked off the list and I'm, you know, we love Waldemere. So I'm really glad that we did do that. Um, And then something else I thought we would definitely do as a family was um, visit Columbus because we still have tons of uh, friends that we love dearly in Columbus. And I did go to Columbus with one of my children, but I didn't take the whole family. So I can't, I don't think I can check that off. But I thought that was definitely going to happen and it didn't happen.
1: Well, you know what's interesting is we have some things that we do yearly that sometimes hit a bucket list and sometimes don't. And so we did do like our family camp out, but it wasn't a bucket list item, you know, where we camp in the yard. Um, on my bucket list this year, we did um more than seventy five percent of my bucket list. so I felt like it was successful um for me. Um, I really tried to pick some different things so, I know in one of the earlier episodes, we talked about the water ski show that we went to, which was super fun. Um, the other thing that I put on is oh, during COVID, um, we did a family scavenger hunt a couple times where I would go online and make up a scavenger hunt. And we would do it with another family where we had to drive throughout cities and find the stuff. And whoever want, like, and then you'd meet up and figure out who found all the things on the list first. Um, <clears throat> we did not do this one with a family, but we split my family in two. So um, I drove a car, Mark drove a car. I found a good um good family scavenger hunt. That was a driving one on Pinterest. And it worked out really good because it was a lot of things that were ever changing. So it's not like you would know exactly where to go. Um, I would say, I would tell you that my son and I with Nora's help, we lost. Hmm. So, um, but it was one of my most fun things that we did. Um, you know, on that, we originally planned to do something that evening and then it ended up raining. So we did that. So that was one of my favorite things. And then um, another one that I had on this year that I did a couple of years ago is going downtown and doing um, church mass on a Sunday and visiting downtown and doing lunch and all that up, up like out of the house and that. So, um, Overall, my family was probably less than 50%. But I will say that at the end of the day, um, you know, when we kind of all assessed our summers, it was one of our favorite summers of like small at home moments, things like that. Um, So it was kind of cool. Like, yeah. I, I still love doing it. Um, But I also think, and you know, what we had talked about even in that episode is really kind of always trying to remember that um moments and memories don't always have to be in the big things that it could be in some of those just small events um and with that i was listening to a different podcast today that was talking about illicit memories and these are memories that aren't of a specific event you know so it's not like oh i remember you know doing this, but it's all the different things that combine that makes you, you. And I, so, and then I was like, oh, I bet you like, even like our bucket lists because they change every year. It's kind of an illicit memory, you know, of something that's going to make my kids be who they are.
0: So. Yeah. That's so special. And I know when we had um, kind of discussed this off air, um, what came up was that it's really important to us. And um, it's something that we want to share with like the To Disney and Beyond community that, you know, collecting moments is not something that just happens on vacation, because you're on vacation, maybe one or two weeks a year. And there's 50 other weeks of the year um, that you can be collecting moments with your family in you know, planned and unplanned activities. And I mean, some of the other things on our bucket list, which my kids came up with these. So I think it's really sweet that one of my daughters said that her summer bucket list item was a sleepover at her Nana's house. And that is something that they got to do. Um, and I, as somebody who'd grew up far away from my grandparents, um, uh, I didn't get a lot of like, I don't think I ever slept over at my grandparents without my parents. Um, So I think it's really special that my kids get to experience that. And I mean, they got more than one sleepover at Nana's this year. So that was, that was really a highlight of their summer, I'm sure, because Nana has fruit snacks and puts the TV on all the time. Mommy doesn't do that. So,
1: (laughs) well, and I think, you know, but you bring up a really good point is A lot of times when our kids time with other special beings in their family, whether it is grandparents or aunts or uncles or things like that, if we're always around, we don't ever let them lay a foundation of a true established, you know, uniqueness or memory um, of, you know, kind of what makes them special, you know, so, and and I, and I'm going to have a, tangent of a little bit of like a grandparent talk here. Cause, um, when I first became a mom, I remember reading an article and this mom was writing about how she had just lost her mother-in-law and she said, you know, besides, you know, um, knowing that her kids were not going to have a grandparent, um, she said, some of the things that annoyed her about her mother-in-law, like every time she came over, she had a candy bar for her kids. And then there was one other thing that was something like you said, the fruit snacks and the TV on, which is something you don't do, right? Um, Ended up being what was what her kids held on to about that grandparent. And I think it took me a while to understand a little bit, even as a mom, like it's okay that some of those things happen and that's where they're supposed to happen outside the realm of the day-to-day parenting that happens with us. So I think that's super special. And I know kind of a tangent, but you know, one of those things that, as I always think about collecting moments, sometimes it takes a little bit to remember that our kids have to collect moments with other people too. For sure. So let her keep giving them fruit snacks
0: and watching TV. Yeah, I'll just deal with the fallout afterwards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, so the last, the only other thing we did accomplish on our summer bucket list was um, the D-Day reenactment in Conneaut, Ohio. Which is like, I just want to mention it because it was really cool. Um, and I, it was my husband's bucket list item and I was not super excited about doing it um but it was his bucket list item and i was trying to like be supportive so uh, we went up there and um it's it's a very big event much bigger than i had anticipated like they put it's like a whole festival kind of thing and they have reenactments of the battles and they have tents where um they give like little classes on like um I don't know, like first aid and French lessons because, you know, in world war two, we had to like liaison with the French okay. and all this stuff. And yeah, go wait, ahead. Wait, hold on. So in my mind,
1: um, and this is freshly in my mind because me and my girls recently watched this movie, Sweet Home Alabama. Are you familiar with that movie at all? Of course. Okay. You know where her dad does the whole reenactment you know they're all in their civil war gear is it
0: kind of just like that it is exactly like that um but it's a big deal like people come from europe for it like there were people from britain like acting like british troops and uh like at one point somebody was like driving a truck something like a tank or something and um he was like oh excuse me mates and like it was very cool. Uh very immersive. My daughter was uh, my oldest is a very she's very into history and stuff like that. Um and she just thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. She's still like making her sisters play battle with her in the backyard. Um and the the neatest thing that happened was um at the end of the day they did a paratrooper drop out Away, wave though the most of the reenactment happens like on the beach, um, in Conneat, uh, cause they have a big beach that's like access the Normandy beach. Um, but this paratrooper drop was like further inland in a field and they had like a, old tiny plane. I don't know any of these terms. This is not my thing. But uh they had the plane come and like paratroopers jumped out of it like they they would have that day and they did it several times and it was it was really really neat. And it was at sunset so it was very pretty and um definitely something I will not forget anytime soon. So if you are anywhere near Uh, Northeast Ohio, Uh, I'm talking to you like Western Pennsylvania people, New York people, Ohio people. Definitely like put that down on your list of things to do. I was going to ask you, is this a yearly event? It is. They do it every year. All right. Because it's like
1: an hour from us. So now I'm kind of intrigued. Now, did you guys
0: participate at all or were you just... um? observers of the we were just observers but um they have a uso style ball on saturday night or it might be sunday saturday or sunday night i don't remember which one and um my oldest is like dead set that next year we are going to that uso ball and we're gonna wear like the dresses that they would have worn and stuff which actually i can get behind because i do love a costume,
1: oh, and yes, I'm not the big. Well, kind of funny that you should say that. So, um, one of our yearly summer things is that my husband has family has a family reunion, and every year there's a theme. You know, somebody gets to pick it, and then at our Christmas gathering, they have to announce what the theme is, and then you're supposed to dress up. Mm. So, um, I don't really mind doing the costume thing. Here's the kicker on this one. It's always really fun because it's neat to see what people come up with, but like you wear your costume there and you keep it on for five minutes for your picture. And then you take it off because it's the middle of August and it's hot. So to go all out for like a five minute reveal, unless I'm using the costume for something else. So, um, you know, over the years and having kids, you know, we have a few buckets of, um, Costumes. So this year's theme was famous dead people. (laughs) So, um, we at like 10 o'clock the night before of the reunion, we went through our buckets and everybody was able to come up with a a thing. So going to back to that whole, you know, D-Day reenactment, I don't know if I could really get into the, you know, dressing up, but I'm kind of intrigued, um, about it. And, I don't know. You're gonna have to let me know about that, and then we could do a whole episode just on the D-Day (laughs) reenactment. Yeah,
0: it's a big deal. Like I think they said uh, they expected like forty thousand people over the course of like the four-day event. So it's it's um it's legit. It's not. It's not some rinky dink reenactment. It's a big deal.
1: All right. So I'm going to make a bucket list for Sarah and I, you know, so we're going to do that next year with our families. The other thing, which since i met Sarah about two years ago, and then we know we're both in the same area. So um, an area between us, Ashtabula has this beach glass festival every summer. And did you go this year? I know you went last year. Did you go this year? I didn't
0: go this year. No.
1: Okay. So I keep having it on my, on my list of wanting to go, um, beach glass hunting is one of the things that's always on my summer list. And I always put it this year. I didn't put beach glass hunting, or maybe I did on my bucket list, but we've collected over the course of the last four years, a bunch of beach glass and we have a family project that we need to do. Um, we, That was on my bucket list. We made the attempt. We bought, um, my daughter read that you can uh, make your beach glass shiny with coconut oil. So we've got that and we started that. We just never completed our project yet. But I kind of say, you know, we still have a few more weeks of summer left. So it might be done in the next couple of weeks. But um, so I'm going to put that on mine and your bucket list. We're going to go to the Beach Glass Festival together too next year. I'm there. So, so for our listeners, um I think kind of you know, we're going to keep this kind of short, sweet, light um and kind of I think one of the things as we start to close out summer is you know, kind of think about like what's gone well or you know, kind of what were some of your highlights of your summer and you know, kind of make those mental notes of maybe where you'd like to see summer look a little bit differently, you know, what you can grow upon on and, you know, for any of our listeners, um, I don't know if any listeners did a bucket list after that episode or not. It'd be interesting to find out who did if anybody, um, but let us know how your bucket lists went. If you thought it was a cool, um, summer activity to implement. And if you'd implement it next year, but I don't know, ours are changing. Um, My husband this year did, he did more of like doing one-on-one time with each person. And, um, we find out in our family, it's very hard to get one-on-one time, which is very important for each of the kids to have Mm -hmm. it. Um, but I think unfortunately that comes in the realm of like, hey, you get a car ride with just mom or just dad. Um, but doing some of those events gets kind of tricky for us to fit in. So
0: Yeah, it's hard. But I mean, those car trips and those errands that are just one on one are important too, <laughs> I think.
1: Right. Well, and they really are. Um, as much as I sometimes hate being in the car as much as I am, Um, especially as my kids have gotten older. It's some of my favorite time. I mean, like I was listening um, to um, a podcast at one point in time and somebody had said one of the strategies of kind of getting through busy times is, you know, having rides set up for her kids. So, you know, because even taking my you know, son to school, it's a half hour away. So to take him home and bring him, you know, back and forth, that's two hours of my day. That if you have stuff to do, it gets really hard. Um, However, that gives me my time with my kids that I haven't had. So I'm kind of like, Ooh, as much as I hate it on Sundays, cause I have so much to do. I actually look forward to it. So um, I think as we wrap up for today because um, I do think, um, you know, we've had some time exploring the parks and um, kind of, I know what we kind of have planned is both Sarah and I have some upcoming travel happening. So, you know, we're going to move from small moment collecting with our summer bucket lists to probably some big uh, moments being collected in the next couple Weeks and you know, episodes and things like that.
0: So, yeah, I don't like to um, I like to savor the season that I'm in. I am not like a, I'm not decorating for Halloween yet. My kids keep asking me when I'm gonna decorate for Halloween. I'm like, guys, I'm certainly not doing it before September 1st, definitely not. Uh, and but we do have a big fall coming up, big, big. Big things are happening, so I'm excited to jump into fall and start doing our big plans and our big trips. And excited to share it with everybody else. Awesome. Um. So as we wrap
1: up, Sarah, um, do you want to remind our listeners where to find us to a leave us a review or you know comment on our posts, as well as um, go ahead to find that um, special code from magical vacation services
0: yeah so we'd love to hear what you think about our episodes um you can leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're using make sure you are also um following or subscribing to the show so that you are notified when new episodes are released um and then yes do visit our facebook page and our instagram page um to just follow along with us, get updates and tips as they come out and, and interact with our content. Um, and then we will also post those um, discount codes for Magical Vacation Services there. You can find us on Facebook by searching to Disney and Beyond a Travel Podcast. And then we are on Instagram at Disney and Beyond Pod. All right. So... Until
1: next time, uh, enjoy the back to school and we look forward to chatting with
0: you all soon. See you later.